Tech team, nandiyan na si Lala. I miss kita. Iba po makakasama natin today. Mm, okay, sige. May balitan na kayo sa FTF? Ako, basta ako wala akong alam doon. <laughs> Hello, Kitkat. Kamusta? Luis, kamusta ikaw? <laughs> Ayun, hindi. Okay lang naman. Madami lang talagang backlogs ngayon. Pero, laban. Okay. Hindi ka naman naligaw ng Zoom at hindi naman galit ang chas sa'yo. Hindi naman. <laughs> hindi naman. Hindi naman. Pero ayun, ako pinadala ni Lala talaga dito para, you know, new environment, new podcast, yan. Oo. Tama. Tama. Ayan. Ay, ang dami na nagbabakuna ngayon, no? Kasi kailangan sa face-to-face classes nila. Nakapagbakuna ka na? Ha? Kailangan? Kailangan pa ba magpabakuna? Venturing health-related dreams, one Friday at a time. This is Hashtag TCIF. Bang Cho, it's Friday Season 2. I am your soft but cool guy, Louise. And I am Kit Kat, serving you sugar, spice, and everything nice. Let us all take a shot for the man of the hour who, despite what seems to be still a very end of the COVID-19 pandemic, will educate us on the technicalities and various aspects on how we can attain herd immunity from the said virus. Since the start of the COVID-19 vaccine rollout, the national and local government together with various sectors have campaigned for people to get inoculated. Meanwhile, many well-known healthcare professionals utilize social media platforms such as Facebook and TikTok, debunking various myths and misinformation about the latter. In this episode, we acquire additional knowledge about the challenges brought about by vaccine hesitancy, as well as the status of the Philippines in achieving herd immunity. So our speaker for today's episode is a registered pharmacist and a current postgraduate intern at the University of Santa Tomas. hospital. He has had almost a decade of experience in the health allied field, including leadership roles in organizations or councils, such as being the former secretary and the former president of the USD Central Student Council for two consecutive years. Yes, that is right, partner. You know what? I was actually a senior high school student when he ran for the secretariat mm-hmm. position in the USD Central Student Council and I even voted for him. This is the reason why I'm actually a little, fa- a little fangirling right now. So <laughs> not only that, he was his bachelor's valedictorian way back in high school and graduated college as Manya Cum Laude under the Bachelor of Science in Pharmacy Batch 2017. He was also awarded the Natatanging Mag-aaral ng Medisina ng Pilipinas title from year 2017 to 2021. He is also a consistent scholar of the University of Santo Tomas which proves not only his great leadership capacity and qualities but also his impressive consistent academic performance. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our honor to welcome Dr. Robert Dominic P. Gonzalez. Hello po, Doc! Hello, Doc! Kumain na po ba kayo? <laughs> Hello! Good evening, everyone! Thank you for the uh, no, no, very, very warm welcome. <laughs> Nakakain yes. lang. Medyo, yes. ano, busog pa. <laughs> Ayan, that's really good, no, Doc? Actually, medyo nagpa-fangirling. Talagang tahimik lang kami at yes, kasi hindi namin oh. alam kung paano mag-react ni Louise. Pero, <laughs> nagpa-fangirl na kami dito. So, it's really 
nice to meet you and welcome to the PLM community. Alam po namin na hayayakapin kayo ng sobrang-sobrang higpit ng aming kapwa scholars dito sa pamantasan. Yes, no, we're looking forward for the knowledge na mabibigyan niyo po sa amin together with the PLM community, no, para kahit pa paano, ano lang tayo, usap-usap lang naman tayo dito. So, uh, as mentioned before, no, the title of the episode is Let's Give It a Shot. But before we dig in on how to achieve uh, herd immunity in the Philippines, uh, Dr. Gonzalez, like, how would you reflect on the COVID-19 vaccination in achieving herd immunity? Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, uh, based from uh, no, personal experiences, kasi, um, we've been volunteering for the vaccination drives even before uh, the early stages when they started. Um, right now, I think that um, comparing to the early months from before, kasi dati talaga ang daming flaws sa system, ang daming uh, needing ng improvement. Um, I'm speaking personally based on my experience sa Manila and QC LGUs. And from those early months up to the present times, I can say that um, they've improved a lot when it comes to the uh, vaccine rollout and vaccination system. So um, I hope that the other um, local government units are also uh, thriving well. Kasi uh, nandito talaga yung puhunan natin ngayon para ma-achieve yung herd immunity. Nasa vaccination drives and the proper and uh, smooth conduct of them. Yes, I definitely agree no. Kasi marami naman din talaga mga Pilipino na gustong magpabakuna na dahil gusto nang bumalik sa kanilang mga nakasanayan lifestyles. So it is about time that we improve those lifestyles in achieving, you know, actually uh, overall health sa ating uh, sa ating bansa hindi lang naman dahil nagka-pandemya at dahil gusto nating bumalik sa dati ay makakabalik talaga tayo sa dati no dahil magbabago na talaga yung practices natin after this and after the pandemic. So where are we ba doc in terms of uh, Uh, where are we so far in terms of the COVID-19 vaccination and in achieving herd immunity? Okay, so that's a very important question that we need to answer. No? Lalo na yan ang goal natin when we are talking about vaccinations. So we need to achieve herd immunity. So um, according to ano, no, Dr. Beverly Ho, um, she's the uh, one of the directors sa uh, Department of Health. We need to achieve 70% of the population, of the Filipino population na ma-vaccinate para ma-achieve natin yung herd immunity. So that's 70%. Okay, so now let's try to um, put in some data no, to make this more objective. Uh, right now, we have approximately 100 million Filipinos in the country. So 100 million, 100 million, uh, 111 million Filipinos in total. And... Um, As of uh, October 21, this was the uh, recent data that we have no, sa DOH website. Um, as, of, as of October 21, at uh, 12 p.m., the total Filipinos who received a full dose vaccination are at around 25.1 million. So if we try to get the percentage, so 25.1 million Filipinos who are fully dosed or fully vaccinated as compared to the total population, which is 111 million, that will result to a percentage of around uh, 22.6%. So 22.6% Filipinos are currently vaccinated right now with full doses. So if we are trying to reach herd immunity, 22.6% is still, let's say, far from 70%. And um, if we uh, try to project, siguro, no, um, try to... 
um, see kung kailan ba ito matatapos, kailan ba natin ma-achieve yung 70%. Uh, probably we can project at around late 2022 or early 2023. Mm-hmm. Kaya naman we're using this platform no to, like, masabi talaga natin no, sa mga uh, tao na, like, let's be vaccine uh, magpa-vaccine na tayo as much as possible as soon as possible kasi like if we really need to have a change or kailangan natin gusto natin bumalik yung economical system ng Philippines or magbalik na tayo sa dati natin nakagawian like nung una nag nag-aalanganin pa sila dahil because of the brand and something no pero uh, as a time pass uh, naiintindihan na rin ng mga tao na kung bakit ba kailangan natin magpa-vaccine pero yun uh, doc no like what do you think po yung uh, like pressing concerns like regarding vaccination we are exp- experiencing today and what are your recommendations po about it? Okay, so um, if I were to enumerate the most pressing concerns regarding our vaccination drive or COVID-19 response in general, uh, I'll be enumerating six of these. So I'll start off first with the vaccine supply. So in terms of vaccine supply, we know that um, the Philippines is a developing country. So um, as expected, no, like in terms of the inequities or inequalities existing in our world right now, which shouldn't have been existing in the first place, because I believe that health is for all, so that health does not um, involve inequalities or inequities in our system. That's so the uh, option, Doc. Yeah, agree, agree. So in terms of vaccine supply, like because of these um, gaps in the inequalities of um, our countries, uh, the Philippines, as a developing country, of course, will receive lesser supplies compared to the first world countries. And ito yung nangyayari worldwide ngayon. Kaya, ayun, aminado tayo, kulang talaga yung supply ng bakuna na ipinapadala dito sa bansa natin. But uh, then again, um, as weeks pass by, um, a lot of vaccines are still um, coming in in our country, and that's still a good news. So that's number one, vaccine supply. Uh, number two would be vaccine hesitancy. And later on, um, I think I'll be discussing this further. So I'll be giving tips on how to combat vaccine hesitancy on the next portions of this ano, no, um, podcast. So... Um, third would be allocation of funds from the government. So uh, I always ask myself, no, bakit ganon? Bakit parang mas malaki yung funds ng government pagdating sa intelligence funds, pagdating sa military funds, pagdating sa mga infrastructures? Well, in fact, right now, our most pressing concern should be on health, on education. Pero yun yung isa na nakikita nating parang Ah, hindi alam ng government na prioritize yung budget natin. So, um, probably no, one thing or improvement that the government can do if ever they're listening to this podcast would be to reallocate funds to the rightful places that we have right now. To science and technology, to research and development, to the healthcare sectors. Okay? So, that's number three. Number four would be reaching herd immunity. And a while ago, I said no, 22.6% pa lang tayo from our goal reaching 70%. So that's still um, medyo far. Okay? And number five would be the different guidelines and conduct of vaccination drives. So although I said a while ago, Manila and QCLGUs are doing fairly well sa pag-conduct nila ng vaccination drives, undeniably, a lot of LGUs are still, kumbaga, nangangapa, no? Pagdating sa kung paano nila ikakandak yung vaccination drives nila. My family here in Pampanga, they've not been, at, like majority of them, they've not been vaccinated yet. Mm-hmm. And ayun yung mahirap kasi iba-iba yung uh, 
kalak yung uh, kalakaran ng bawat LGU. So iba-iba yung process nila ganun. So medyo mahirap. And lastly, number six, the rising cases or development of the COVID-19 variants. Kung narinig niyo ang Delta variant. No? Yes. Mm-hmm. So those are the uh, six most pressing concerns that I can enumerate as of now. Yes, yes, I definitely agree no, na yung sinabi mo, Doc, regarding allocation, it's one of the most important things that we need to address. Kasi kulang naman talaga. Hindi natin mapagkakaila na kulang na kulang pa. At ang nagsasuffer dito, hindi lang ang kapwa natin mamamayang Pilipino, no? kundi pati na rin yung ating mga healthcare workers themselves na nagsasuffer because of their continuous service na with like not enough compensation etc as well as uh, in order for them to provide for their families also because they are also human and they need to provide for themselves as well diba so Gusto kailangan ng ano so lang din yung precise yung like guidelines na bawat barangays or bawat uh, cities like uh, it's eh, di ba parang possible naman siguro na magkaroon tayo ng same ano same guidelines para kahit paano yung umiikot na uh, guidance online or kahit sa Facebook, Instagram, or any platform is iisa lang, hindi yung uh, tatanungin pa, uh, paano ba magpabakuna or paano ba mag, uh, mag-reach out for vaccine? Tapos sasabihin, ang, ang unang itatanong, saan ka ba naka, nakalocate? Like, di ba dapat nasa isang bansa lang tayo, nasa isang government lang naman tayo. So why it make it, parang ba't kailangan pang maging mahirap? yung pagiging yes. access ng isang vaccine. Yes, I agree. No? Pero hindi rin natin pwedeng i-discount yung fact na dahil iba-iba ang, mm. ang, uh, ang supplies or amount of, uh, amount of stocks ng vaccines per region or per place or per location, yan yung sinasabi natin na kailangan mas maging accessible ang healthcare mm-hmm. ng, uh, ng ating bansa hindi lang sa kung sino yung nasa you know yung nasa surface yung nakikita diyan or yung may madaling maka maka maka, maka magkaroon ng access sa ating healthcare system kundi pati na rin at lalong-lalo na sa mga rural areas na hindi talaga na-reach that much ng ating mga uh, healthcare workers o ng ating sistema so yan yung mga yung mga faulty points na actually not faulty naman but like alam mo yan yung mga points na dapat pang i-improve ng ating bansa yes uh, Which is why, Doc, I also want to to ask you, do you think a vaccine hesitancy due to uh, misinformation uh, still slows down our chances to achieve herd immunity? So if if this is the case, then uh, what can we do to overcome it and what other factors affect us from achieving herd immunity? Okay. Meron tayong kasabihan, no, na... If there's anything that spreads faster than the virus, than the coronavirus or the SARS-CoV-2, that would be fake news or misinformation mm-hmm. and disinformation. Therefore, yeah, and therefore, as we tackle like how to manage, how to prevent the coronavirus or COVID-19, no, we also need to put focus on tackling fake news or disinformation and misinformation. So I think the best tips, no, that I can offer right now with the age of technological advancement that we have. Tayo, with just a click or press, simple press on our phones, we can already browse through the internet on um, the facts, on what is real from what is not. So, um, siguro magbibigyan ko ng three tips no, on how to scout or spot misinformation or prevent yourself from reading misinformation. Tip number one would be to read laterally. So, reading laterally would mean that uh, 
don't just read on the first uh, link that appears sa search bar. Try checking muna yung nandun sa second, sa third. Pareho ba sila ng tingin mo, minimin ng first link? So if you think that they're like incongruent, ganun, they don't correspond to each other, um, try to read both of them. Ganun. So don't just check the first link. Check also the second, the third, the fourth, and etc. And tip number two, no, it also is correlated to tip number one. Uh, using click restraint on your own. So do not um, automatically just uh, read one article. So try to read three to five sources as much as possible. Yes. So, mm-hmm. And uh, the purpose of that would be, if isa lang kasi yung binabasa natin, uh, parang nagiging biased yung dating kasi isa lang nga yung basis. So in order for us to prove that something is right or not, it should be replicable. It should have another data saying that it is true. Okay? It should have a research saying that it is true. So evidence-based tayo. Hindi lang sabi-sabi, hindi lang chismis or haka-haka dapat. Okay? So uh, tip number three would be consider the sources that you are reading. So if I were to enumerate the most reliable primary sources that we have, of course, these would be the CDC or Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the World Health Organization, uh, our local FDA, or either US FDA, if gusto nyo, uh, National Institutes of Health, uh, and also, of course, the Department of Health. Kahit na maraming anomalies pagdating sa mga uh, government sectors na iba na to, no, um, we still cannot deny the fact that um, the experts are from this field. So we need to trust the data. Yes, very true. Very so parang ano no like uh syempre ngayon sa fake news uh, ang dami nang kumakalat like kahit nga sa mga social media makita lang yung headlines maniniwala na agad sila di ba if uh if sa mga ganung klase ng ano if sa mga ganung klase ng fake news is naniniwala kayo let's ano let's try to effort to have a research first sa research naman di ba hindi naman isahang link lang yung ilalagay natin or isahang uh, yes. isahang uh, source lang ilalagay natin reference yung ilalagay natin more likely kasi Di ba marami pa yan, may local pa yan, may foreign pa yan. So, uh, to be assured na maayos yung uh, reference natin, yung mga ginagawa natin, yung mga research natin, let's, you know, do some effort. Ano naman na to? <laughs> Parang uh, mahirap na kapag uh, yung pinaniwalaan mo. Ah, yes. Yes, yes Doc. Yes, I'd like to add something then no? Um, Yes, we mentioned about research. We mentioned about uh, reading resources, ganyan and all. But I'd also like to point out some one important thing. We need to be able, tayo challenge to sa atin, not just the healthcare workers, not just uh, us, na part of the Kahit na non-health related, pwede makatulong sa atin dito. It's a challenge for us to translate the technical or jargon terms para maintindihan ng layman natin. Kasi yun yung isa din na ano no, na problema na kaya uh, hindi nila parang pinapansin yung mga datos, yung mga nababasa nila kasi hindi nila maintindihan. Yeah. And we cannot blame them for that. So that's a great challenge for us na merong background on these terms or information to um, translate these information. Mm-mm. let's like let, let's assure na maging accessible talaga kahit kanino yung mga data na nilalabas no 
Yes, and as people who are educated like us, na, and, I mean, generally, as people who strive for education every day, we must also pay it forward. Hindi lang naman to magsuserve for ourselves, but for other people. No, If some people cannot understand it, why not explain explain it ourselves? Diba? At saka, uh, kailangan, dito, dito natin iiwasan yung, pagsis, yung pagiging mayabang natin. Dahil we have like, mm-hmm. diba, mayroon tayong upper hand dahil alam natin kasi kasi na hindi credible yung source. So yun kasi yung isa pa nagiging discrepancy na, na, na pangungunahan ng, ng pride sa sarili dahil alam natin kung ano yung tama at mali. So kailangan natin as much as possible during these times na hindi lahat ay masyadong maalam sa mga ganitong impormasyon ay kailangan natin magpakumbaba sa pagiging, uh, pagiging advocate din ng uh, tama at factual na information para sa iba. So if your ano if your goal is to reach audience or reach people you you, you really need to uh, parang observe your audience first kasi hindi naman siya agad na ano like iisipin mo uh, iisipin mo lang ba yung kung the, yung the way mo i-express yung isang bagay or iisipin mo na maintindihan nila yung gusto mong i-express di ba parang gusto dapat in the first place alam mo uh, kung paano ma-send yung message sa kanila without any barriers or any uh, yun nga yung mga jargons or technicalities na sa tingin mo hindi naman nila maintindihan pero yun. Uh, pero yun, uh, Doc, no? like as a medical professional, uh, what steps are you currently looking forward for, to being taken for us to achieve the herd immunity? Uh, okay, so uh, the steps that we need to take are primarily should be derived on the press, most pressing concerns that we have right now. So yung nabanggit ko kanina, no? first, yung vaccine supply. So undeniably ito, we cannot control this kasi this is like Um, nasa ano to, nasa like international communications kumbaga. <laughs> And I think uh, one of the things that we can do is dapat mag-assert yung national government natin ng more uh, probably good communication with other countries para mas mapadami yung or relationship with other countries, let's say, para mas mapadami yung vaccine supply natin. Yun, for vaccine hesitancy, ito na. Dito ko na ibibigay yung uh, tips natin. Right now in our uh, country, I can say that a lot of people want to be vaccinated as compared to uh, the number of people who are still hesitant. So mas marami pa rin ang gustong magpabakuna. But we still cannot deny the fact na, maram- na may kokoonti pa rin na hesitant pa rin. And ayun, the reasons for hesitancy are, of course, the misinformation or disinformation, the fake news. And based on their personal experiences as well, sometimes. Okay? Or mga chismis or haka-haka from their neighbors. Right? Uh, so ngayon, in order to tackle vaccine hesitancy, ito yung best tip na binibigay ko. No? Pinapractice ko siya like on my own. Kapag nakaka-meet ako ng mga tao or nakaka-encounter ng mga taong hesitant, like kunwari sa mga family members ko, relatives, ganyan. So I always ask them the prompt question. First question would be, ask them, hello po, ba't po kayo takot dito sa vaccine? Ano pong pwede kong maitulong sa inyo? Meron po ba kayong mga like fears o mga katanungan na gustong klaruhin sa akin? Ganun. Uh, tapos, syempre, upon asking those prompt questions, no, um, they will answer you with what they're fearing. Like common um, responses that I receive would be, ah, takot ako kasi sabi, baka mabago yung DNA ko kapag nagpa-vaccine. <laughs> baka maging zombie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yan, baka maging zombie ako pag nagpa-vaccine. Ganun. So, um, the best thing that I can do there is, of course, back my uh, 
back my response with the, the data that I have. So, ayun, no, minsan ginagamit ko pa yung mga talk or PowerPoint slides ko sa kanila para uh, maipakita na ito yung number of millions of people na na-vaccinated. And as you can see po, uh, parang from the, for example, 5 million people noong August 1 were vaccinated with Sinovac. Makikita nyo po na hundreds or less than hundreds na lang po yung nagkakaroon ng COVID-19. And that speaks a lot. Kasi from the millions of people vaccinated, hundreds or less than hundreds na lang ang nagkaka-COVID. And that only means one thing, that the vaccines are effective. Yes. So, ayun. And another thing, no, I try to explain to them how vaccines work. Like, um, ever since we were babies, nabakunahan na tayo for sure. Karamihan mm-hmm. sa atin. So, I try to explain it to them starting from there sometimes, no? Na tito, tita, or lolo, lola, alam nyo po ba nung bata tayo, nabakunahan tayo ng ganito. O ganito po kasi gumagana yung mga vaccines natin. So, gumagawa po sila nung parang antibodies na tinatawan. So, pag po may antibodies tayo sa katawan at dumadami sila, mas lumalakas yung immune system natin o yung parang bodyguard ng ating katawan. Ganon. So, parang... Uh, kunwari sasabihin ko, ito na parang layman's term translation siya, example. Yes. So, medyo nakakatawang analogy, pero um, it means a lot. Like, kunwari sasabihin ko, ang antibodies po natin or immune system, para po silang security guard sa isang mall. Ano po bang ginagawa ng mga security guard sa mall? So, hin- hindi po nila hinahayaan na may makapasok na masasamang loob, na mga nakaka, parang, uh, nakakatakot na people, na may dalang Uh, dangerous for others sa loob ng mall, ganyan. So imagine nyo po na gano'n yung ginagawa ng immune system nyo. So kayo yung mall at yung bodyguards po or security guards ay yung immune system natin. So gano'n po yung ginagawa niya. Pineprevent niya yung COVID-19 na makapasok sa atin. So pag binigyan mo ng vaccine ng sarili mo, the antibodies, the immune system becomes stronger. So, mas less chances or less severe yung mapupuntang COVID sa atin pag ganun. So, those are some examples. Yes. Actually, gusto ko yung analogy na yon. But I do agree, I do agree with Doc kasi, di ba, as, uh, you know, as a nursing student, we also, we also uh, promote health teaching at all terms, di ba? Lagi kaming, uh, you, you always need to inform your patients, your clients, or everyone around you na, para sa ganitong purpose itong bagay na to, itong procedure na to, etc. So, yun yung kahalagahan nga, katulad ng sinabi natin kanina, at palagi nating sinasabi, ganun kahalaga ang pag educate ng kung ano ang alam natin sa ibang tao. Dahil ang laki ng impact, ba? Diba? I mean, as people na, as people who really know a lot at who, who study a lot actually, ba? Diba? Kailangan natin laging uh, i-explain to in, in the most, actually, in the most, uh, in, the, in the simplest way possible in order for uh, everybody to understand, even those who, uh, who are not, uh, you know, in the same field as ours, ba? Diba? So, ayun naman. And very, very, Uh, it's it's such a good feeling na kahit papano na, na nagpe-pay off yung efforts ng ating mga healthcare professionals pagdating sa uh, pagdating sa vaccines no at pagdating sa pagko-combat ng COVID-19 kasi nakikita naman natin katulad ng datos na ipinresent or na binanggit ni Doc Rob marami na ang nagre-recover at marami nang hindi nahahawa 
marami nang hindi nagkakaroon actually pawala na siya if, if we can say kung kung hindi lang dahil sa mga bagong variants na nag-emerge, 'di ba? So it's good to hear and it's really nice to hear na it pays off. Like, Saka ano, like it's all about ano, parang it's all about building a relationship talaga between the people. Saka, yes, rapport, uh, 'di ba? Building a rapport people kasi uh, it's it uh, it's nothing if hindi talaga nila naiintindihan yung isang ano, isang bagay. Ang ang ano nga, ang kalmado nga ni Doc doon eh. Ito po, ayan. <laughs> parang <laughs> Yes. Na, diba, parang, parang, ano, parang, hindi, parang hindi pang thousand time na niya na yun, niya uh, na yun inexplain. Buti diba? nga hindi naiinis si Doc eh ganyan. Hindi pa <laughs> kung magiging zombie o po ganyan. <laughs> sa mga quality ng pagiging uh, medical professional, mm-hmm. di ba? Yes, Doc. Yeah, alam nyo ba, no? Um, like, there were there were times before na parang paulit-ulit na namin siya or ko na siyang sinasabi. Mm-hmm. Hindi natin may iwasan na sometimes parang makukulitan tayo, ganun and all. But that's uh, something that we need to put our heart on. Lalo na as um, medical professionals then or actually even non-medically related people. We need to develop this value of tireless persuasion or tireless education para sa iba. Na... Ayun, um, although may mga times talaga na hindi natin makoconvince ang iba, that is completely normal. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as we tried our best to uh, relay our learnings, to try to convince them about what's the right thing to do, that's okay. That's already a big step towards beating vaccine hesitancy. So, nandun na yun sa taong yun kung susunod siya or not. But of course... Uh-huh. Like, I know internally, like, kapag kinausap mo yung isang tao na internally, <laughs> mag, mapapaisip na siya, hala, ganito yung sinabi nito. Teka nga, pag uwi niyan sa bahay, more, most most often than not, magbabasa yan on his or her phone. Yes, that's Ayan, true. Lalo like, na sa ating no? mga older generation. Oh, 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 yeah, lalo na yung mga yan, makukulit ang ating mga. Oo, oh, oh, makukulit yung mga yan. <laughs> Pero it's a good thing that people like Doc na, alam mo yun, hindi talaga sumusuko sa mga ganitong tao. At kailangan tayo din, di ba? Kahit nga, katulad na sinabi niya, kahit yung mga non-medical professionals, ay sana hindi rin mawala ng pasensya sa pagdidiscern ng credible and factual information and sharing it with others and educating others about it. Kasi yun naman talaga ang mahalaga. Anyway, sadly, that's our last question and that's all we have. That's Aww. all the time that we have with Doc Gonzalez. So <laughs> thank you so naman. much for your time. Diba nakakabili? Parang gusto ko pa Gusto ko pa. Part two. Wait lang. <laughs> Doc, next episode, Kerry. <laughs> And then, thank you so much po for your time today. But before we part ways, may we ask uh, if you want to promote anything or maybe you want to plug in your social media accounts or your next projects or your events. Okay. Um, if ever no, uh, people want to follow me on my social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram, so it's at tapos Robert, then Katz. So yung spelling ng Katz ko is K, tapos triple letter A, then T, letter Z at the end. So Robert Katz. So, um, usually I post stuff about uh, motivational stuff and ano, about medical stuff, Ren. And sometimes about my life. <laughs> notification on. But parang kinilig si Kat doon, Robert Katz daw. Notification on ako kay... Ano ka ba? Uh, avid follower uh, ako dito sa Twitter. Oo, oh, oh, avid follower niya ako. There's this one tweet nga na niretweet ko kay Doc about his stethoscope and about his scrub sa ano. Sa duty niya. Kinikilig ako. Anyway, maraming maraming salamat po, Doc uh, Robert. Sobrang nag-enjoy kami sa, sa aming sa 
ating discussion at sa mm-hmm. lahat ng aming natutunan, sana ay mai-apply pa natin to. Okay, siguro just to wrap everything up, no? Siguro, siguro I'll say this na lang in Tagalog para mas maintindihan ng, in Filipino, para mas maintindihan din ng mga tagapakinig. So, you know, um, a final words, siguro parting words after all the answers that we gave. So, ngayon, alam natin maraming informasyon sa online at social media tungkol sa mga bakuna or sa COVID-19. And because of this influx of information, maari itong magdulot uh, ng pagkalito o mahirap laman kung paano or ano ba yung mga totoo or maasang informasyon. Kaya challenge po sa ating lahat, no? tiyakin natin na kumukuha at nagsispread or nagpapakalat lamang tayo ng mga impormasyon mula sa mga credible o mapagkakatiwala ang mapagkukunan. So ngayon po, ang nais natin gawin ay paramihin ang mga nagpapabakuna, pababain ang kaso ng COVID-19, at of course, pigilan paglaganap ng fake news. So yun po, maraming salamat po sa lahat ng nakinig sa atin ngayon, and sana po marami kayong natutunan sa podcast na ito. So magingat po lahat. Yes. Thank you so much, Doc. Round of applause for Dr. Robert Dominic Gonzalez. Thank you. It's Friday has been made possible thanks to our sponsors and partners. This podcast series is in partnership with Honor Society of Mapua, PLM Tugon Rescue, PLM Junior Entrepreneur Society, UP Premedical Society Baguio, Bukluran Students Alliance Integrated Students Organization, PLM College of Physical Therapy Student Council In cooperation with Archers Network Agham Youth PUP PLM Society of Information Technology Enthusiasts USDCRS Student Council This podcast series is sponsored by Baked by Julia and Buji Finds Hey guys, I am Robert Dominic D. Gonzalez and I am inviting you all to tune in to hashtag TCIF Tank Chow It's Friday every week from November 2021 to January 2022 on Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. And together, let us venture on health-related journeys one Friday at a time. So in tonight's episode, like we learned that vaccination rollout status of our country uh, has challenges like to be faced and how to overcome them uh, towards the achievement of herd immunity. Yes, yeah, so in our everyday encounters during the pandemic, everything has been tiresome. No doubt, talaga. Though thinking of the end of this gruesome experience has exhausted us, the creation of vaccines has given us hope that all these hardships are possible to solve. A lot of people are still misinformed about the vaccine and what we can do to help in our simplest way is to properly educate ourselves and others about the mechanisms of vaccine to further strengthen our drive to attain hurt. Yes, once we trust the solutions we have at present, the closer we get to moving past what's gone and into a newly improved future. Kaya mga kais ko, be educated, be vaccinated, and be protected. Tune in next week where we'll dive into the health-related social problems about body positivity. Join the Commission on Health and Wellness as we venture on health-related journeys one Friday at a time. Once again, I am your soft but cool guy, Luis. <laughs> and this is KitKat bringing you sugar, spice, and everything nice. This is hashtag TCIF. Thank you. It's Friday. Good night, everyone. Bye, everyone.